Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hi, this is Jordan Moreno, and this is The Valley Now, your weekly feel-good hour where we lift each other up with the stories of good people doing good things in your neighborhood. Every week, we'll be talking with community leaders who have a unique passion for our thriving city and those that make the Valley such a special place to live. Get ready to be inspired by the work they're doing, whether it's mentoring our youth, providing a platform for those without one, or just driving those worthy charitable causes. Listen in on the conversations and join us in raising our community. This is our time to shine, and this is The Valley Now. Today, I'm joined by an organization whose sole focus is breast health. It's called Check for a Lump, and I'm joined by Ashley Plum and Lauren Pensa. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Tell me about Check for a Lump and tell me about the mission. Just kind of start at the beginning. Give us a brief overview. Check for a Lump was founded in 2009 uh, by our founder, Holly Rose. It started as a simple call to action. Um, She had had breast cancer and she had a whole uh, community, uh, literally her whole community, her neighborhood rally around her to help her every day, bringing meals, carting her kids around to their activities cleaning her house, doing her laundry, all those things. And she was so grateful and she wanted to give back. And she was amazed by how many women that had helped her didn't really know much about breast cancer. Like didn't know necessarily about self checks, didn't know, you know, that there's different kinds of breast cancer and it's not necessarily always genetic and um, all of these things. So she started it as a call to action, um, a simple Facebook Uh, call to action and then it grew into some pamphlets and then a magazine and then um, she started the wig program she met a wonderful uh, woman who was going through breast cancer treatment and her kids asked her to park three blocks away from school because they were embarrassed by her bald head and she couldn't afford a wig so holly said let's go we're starting our wig program took her to the wig shop and bought her you know, a brand new wig. Um, And with that, our wig program was born. And then um, we uh, took up doing mammograms here and there. I think there were like a few here and there. But then in 2017, Komen left the valley. And whether you liked Komen or you didn't like Komen, they provided 50,000 free mammograms to 
women in the valley and you know that were uninsured or underinsured and nobody else was willing to step up so holly raised her hand and said i will i can provide that pink experience i can do the mammograms you know and we've started small and we we continue to grow our mammogram program and you know so we we launched that um in 2019 i believe laura you can correct me if that was sounds <laughs> right okay and then um we in right at the end of 2019 the very beginning of 2020 we started our support program with our super survivors unite which is a non-traditional support group still to this day we had a little pause you know because of covid like everybody else right a heck of um, a time to start a program right <laughs> yeah but we basically we get together and we have a fun time and uh, you know we do crafts or we we've done mountain biking we've done hiking we've done yoga we've done sound healing we've done cooking classes, all sorts of different things. So it's sort of a non-traditional thing. And then we added to that, we added a tier to that last year to that support program with um, our super survivor kits. Um, and our super survivor kits are comfort kits with like things like blankets and socks and chemo caps and our non-toxic product line, which Laura is going to tell you more about later. Oh. I'm sure. <laughs> um, Holly really started it as a simple call to action and it has just grown and become this amazing organization. So our mission is to provide free breast health education, mammograms and diagnostic testing and direct assistance to breast cancer patients with wigs, support and resources in Arizona. So, you know, we're just trying to reach all of the people as much as we possibly can, women, men, because, you know, men do get breast cancer. Granted, it's a very small percentage, but they live it just as much as we do as women because they are, you know, they're in it with their wives, their moms, their sisters, their aunts, their grandma, anybody that they're, you know, most people know somebody who's gone through breast cancer. So we really truly believe that our breast health education is not just for breast health. It's general healthy living choices that you can make to better your chances of not getting any kind of cancer. Most of the stuff you can use in your daily life, no matter who you are, or if you've had cancer or not had cancer. I really enjoy the founder story. When I was just kind of cruising through your website, I appreciated that that founder story was there because if, if you take it just a step further back, she saw a post on, she was 39, cruising Facebook, like scrolling social media, doom scrolling, just like the rest of us. And there was just a simple post that her friend put up that said, you know, make Feel sure you check, check for a lump. Yeah. 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 Make sure Feel you your boobies. Uh, yeah. uh -huh. <laughs> and yep. so she, she did. And for some reason it stuck with her and like, it just goes to prove it's that small. It's that small of an action. It's that easy for your life to change. Like you really we take for granted and we should not take any day for granted because all of a sudden here's a healthy someone that she thought she was fully healthy, young, and scrolling social media and then her life changed. So it can be that small and that pinpoint in time that your life totally changes. Absolutely. Yeah. She, so she 
We truly value. So feel your boobies is another nonprofit, breast cancer nonprofit, you know, aimed at getting women to do self checks, mm-hmm. you know, to feel your boobies, ladies, let's do this. Right. And to make it more mainstream, make it acceptable. Like it is just a health check, just like any other sort of health check and something that's so simple that you can do at home. Yeah, and one of the things I really love about our nonprofit is that simple call to action check for a lump. That's exactly what saved my life. And so I feel like it's such an important message. And the fact that it's branded across everything we do, I just, I think it's a great, um, reminder to women everywhere. Did either of you have anything to do with creating that name? Because I, I just really appreciate it. Well, it started out a little bit longer. It was don't be a chump, check for a lump. And okay. um, Holly, our founder loved that because she thought it just like made it a little more lighthearted, right? But um, it's a tongue twister. And so <laughs> over the years, we did decide <laughs> to just um, condense it down to check for a lump, which gets right to the point. And I think it is, it's a message that everyone needs to hear. What makes you so passionate about the mission and what brought you to the organization? Well, speaking of um, just checking for a lump, that's how I found mine. I was in the shower. I had a routine myself, you know, once a month I did check and found something. I seriously thought it was a cyst. Didn't, um, I wasn't too alarmed by it, but I'm, I did make my appointment. Sadly, it got canceled because my insurance changed. So Mm. I got delayed a whole nother month. And um, by the time I went in, I could actually not even just feel my lump, but I could see it through the skin like it had been growing so quickly. Wow. And so I had a very aggressive type of cancer. Ashley and I both had triple negative. And I was scared because I had lost a good friend to uterine cancer um, just maybe a couple months before my diagnosis. So when... I heard I had cancer. I was just like devastated because I had just seen everything she went through and I didn't feel very hopeful. And so it was actually when I, it was the second week of um, chemotherapy for me, which I had chemotherapy first. So I, this was so all processing in my mind. I was still very much grappling with what does this mean for me? And I went to the wig shop to pick out my wig and they handed me check for a lumps publication. And at that time, it was really basic. It was like a tiny little folder with just a little bit of information inside. Now it's a huge publication, like 80 pages. But at that time, just seeing the cover, I saw three survivors on that cover. They were standing there fierce and strong. And I was just like, that's what survivorship can look like. Holly was right in the middle, like brave as could be. And I was like, that's what I want my survivorship to look like. I don't want to be afraid of this anymore. I'm going to beat this. I'm going to fight. And at the end of it, I'm going to be standing there strong like that. I had no idea I would actually be standing alongside Holly fighting for all these women across the valley, but it's turned out to be an amazing circle where it came all the way around. And um, about, I think it was just a few months after my mastectomy and maybe like three months after I first saw Holly's post on our neighborhood website. I didn't even know she was from my neighborhood. And it was just saying, I'm looking to grow my nonprofit. I need someone who's passionate about breast cancer to come work alongside of me. And I was like, oh, that was written for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What a small world. So I cannot believe, I just feel like it all aligns. And I'm very thankful to have joined Check for Lump because it is my passion. And I love getting to help other women who are going through their journey to feel hope, to know that there are survivors out there that care and have their backs and want to help. 
How about you, Ashley? My story, I, you know, like Laura mentioned, uh, we both had triple negative breast cancer. I was 36 and it wasn't, and mammograms weren't on my radar. I was bad. I did not do self exams um, when I, as often as I should have. But one night my bra was irritating me and I took it off and I was itching where it was irritating me. And I felt a marble in there and I was like, wait a minute, that's not supposed to be there. And so then the next day I called my doctor and from then to, it was like a month later, I was in the chemo chair. Like it was so fast, like getting into the next doctor and then the screening, uh, then the diagnostic mammogram, the ultrasound, the biopsy, the, the MRI, the, all of the things that you have to go through in such a short amount of time, you know, it was very rapid. I was angry at first because I was always the healthy one in my family. My husband had had thyroid cancer um, back in uh, 2009. My daughter has, um, you know, some hidden disabilities like vision disorders, ADD, ADHD, anxiety, things like that. So, you know, I was always the one that was taking care of them. And then it was like, what the heck? No, this is not happening. But, you know, they were super supportive, you know, when I went through it. Um, The hardest part for me was actually losing my hair. My hair had always been part of my identity. And even though that might sound vain to some people, you don't realize how much it is part of you until Mm -hmm. you don't get to have it. So that was the worst part of my whole breast cancer experience was losing my hair. And I was at the wig shop and um, I couldn't really afford a wig with all of the cost of the treatment and everything. And they handed me uh, a postcard that uh, was the check for a lump postcard with the wig program. And so I applied, Laura got my application and approved me <laughs> and um, I got my wig and, you know, I still have it. I, I'm superstitious. I will never get rid of my wig. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm hanging on to that for dear life. <laughs> but, you know, after my cancer, I did soul searching for a couple of years, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life post cancer. And, you know, cause it really changes your outlook on things and, yeah. I knew I wanted to give back and I had been there with Chuck for a lump at uh, different things. And I was part of uh, YSC, which is Young Survivors Coalition. It's just another support system for young breast cancer survivors. And I knew I wanted to give back more. And Holly actually had an opening for outreach. Um, And so I came on board at the very beginning of 2020 as outreach. And I just, you know, I fell in love with all of the programs that we offered and just the way that we help the community. And, you know, we, just all the things that we do to support survivors, um, it, it, it just, it fuels my passion for helping others. And it, it my cup is full you know, especially on those days that I get those phone calls from women who are struggling and, you know, I can talk through things with them. And, you know, by no means am I a doctor or counselor or psychiatrist, psychologist, any of those things. I am just somebody else who went through it. And I have my experience. I can share with them and be there for them. Yeah. Impactful. And no 
better people to do it than the two of you. You've been there, you've sat in their shoes. And regardless of what phase they are in, in their cancer journey, you have been there. And so you can tell them, look, the mental load was really hard on me in the beginning in XYZ, or here was the hardest part for me. I see that you're struggling you know, with, with the loss of hair too. Here's what I did, you know, whatever it is. And then into survivorship too, I'm sure there's still lingering effects, lingering mental load. You know, we all walk around day to day not understanding, you know, this there's no face of cancer. Like everybody, like you said, most people have been touched by it in one way or another, a family member themselves, a neighbor. Um and this podcast certainly isn't to speak to the power of social media, but it is kind of funny that that's that kind of trend has come up a couple different times, whether it's a neighborhood group and it's looking at what other friends are doing. It's something that is uh, surrounding yourself by that sort of community, I would imagine as a survivor would be incredibly important. And then the fact that you do the non-traditional survivor get-togethers how fun. Like, you you know, you're not sitting around, woe is me. You're out surviving and thriving. And I'm sure a lot of the women that have also been through this are also taking a look at their lives. It, that's a big wake-up call of what am I doing? Do I love the corporate world? Do I love, you know, my body and my habits and the things that I'm doing right now? Or do I want to make a change? So do you hear that from from a lot of the the group? Yeah, I mean, I do hear that from some of the ladies who, you know, it could be as simple as they never did, um, you know, crafting or thought that they had any sort of artistic ability. And now they specifically come to our events because they've learned that art is healing and it helps them. And and they went and bought their own art supplies, you know, their own craft mm-hmm. supplies at the store and they paint at home, even if it's, you know, not masterpieces, but it's a way for them to heal. And, you know, and then when they come to be with our other survivors, you know, then we all get to talk about how that impacts us and how you're letting these emotions come out and the struggles, you know, through your art and, and, there's been so many studies on art therapy that, you know, it's so powerful that I encourage anybody who's been through any sort of traumatic experience just to try, you know, Mm -hmm. try something. So, Mm -hmm. you know, in our survivors, um, we encourage them to bring their co-survivors so that their co-survivors can also heal and and join in the conversation um, alongside of them. One of my favorite things about our support group, our Super Survivors Unite, is that um, because we're doing something fun, it's pretty common that something, you know, cancer related will come into conversation. Oh, I dropped my paintbrush. Oh, it's my neuropathy or whatever. And um, the whole group will just laugh because we all get it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, that's so comforting. When I say that, like to my friends, I have to explain the whole thing. And it's like, just to be around other people who have been through similar things. Um, it's not, you know, them looking at you with like sad eyes or right. um, needing a whole lot of explanation. You can just bond in a much faster way because you have this commonality. Yeah, and and to that too, the the on the 
chemo brain side, you know, sometimes words, yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of things in survivorship that people don't see, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, we have our hair back, we, we look healthy, we, you know, we don't look like, you know, the walking dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, you know, and people don't see that that lasting chemo brain, like it's a real thing. It's a real struggle. And, you know, and I'll be the first one to admit, I still struggle with that. And there Me are too. days that we can have a whole entire conversation and I will have no memory of it, <laughs> even though I actively participated. Um, I love the way that the second you said chemo brain, Laura's face lit up. Like I wish that everybody could have seen it because it's so like just perfect. It's a, a perfect example of uh, one of those things. For that you sure. Did. So, you know, I just encourage anybody out there that's listening that knows a survivor, you know, understand that they are still even if they're years and years out, they probably are still struggling with the side effects from their treatment. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and so just to, you know, if they're struggling for a word, either be patient or offer up a word, you know, know, because sometimes that's what happens to me. I'm like, oh, what is that word? (laughs) It's Uh, something too that I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand if you haven't been in the world is how expensive a good wig can be. You know, both of you spoke about like in your journey, that price point of a wig, and that's what drove you to check in to check for a lump. Speak to the price point of a good wig. Um, So I'm going to speak to my experience because even though I found out about Check for a Lump, I didn't actually use the funding program because I was like, oh, I have insurance. It's covered. No big deal. I had my doctor's note that said cranial prosthesis. uh, It's it's all insurance covered, whatever. I went, picked out my wig. It was, um, I believe my wig was $550. So I thought, that's fine that's fine. It's insurance is going to cover it, or at least most of it, like it's fine. It's worth it. Cause it looks like my hair. Mm-hmm. And, um, I didn't get my rejection from insurance until after I was done with my chemotherapy. Oh no. So I ended up having to pay that bill in the end, which really was disappointing and disheartening. Mm-hmm. And so that is one of the reasons I am very passionate about our wig program is even when women call and they say, Oh, I think I, I qualify. I think I have insurance. I'm like, Oh, Oh, you need to call your insurance and find out which, which wig shops, which wig brand they will cover because they are very particular. And even if you think it's covered, it may not be covered. And so, um, you know, m- my experience is now helping others to not have to go through that struggle. Right. How frustrating. And for uh, among all of the other things that you're dealing with, to have to get slapped with a $500 bill for a wig, you're like, come on, come on. So how does that, how would someone qualify for the financial assistance for a wig through Check for a Lump? So that all comes through me and our programs. And what's really great is our wig shops actually work with us to get us discounted or really affordable wigs. So we cover up to $300, which in our case, does cover the wig. So they're getting a free wig and they just go on our website and it's so easy. They just apply. At that point, they send in their pathology just so that we know it is a breast cancer diagnosis because we only have enough funding to cover that. Mm -hmm. And um, it goes through an approval process and they get to go to one of our uh, partnering wig shops to choose a wig. 
So it's a really beautiful program. And um, I think aside from funding holding us back, we could offer this to as many breast cancer patients as wanted it because the wig shops are eager to help us too. It's just uh, bringing in those supporters and the grants that see the, the passion and, and the purpose behind the wig program too. Mm-hmm. And something so simple, but makes absolute difference in the confidence, which is needed as you're going through something like this. You have to feel strong. You have to feel powerful. You have to see beyond the chemo treatment that day. It's um, the confidence is something. Can you speak to any survivors or people that have come back and and spoke about the difference and the impact that something as simple as a wig made on them? Um, I'll speak to my own personal yeah. experience, and then um, we can talk about some of our survivors. Um, I for me. Once I got that wig, I could literally, I could go to the grocery store and not be that cancer patient. Mm -hmm. When I went to the grocery store with my chemo cap or my scarf on on my head, people would stop me and they'd want to talk and, and, you know, it just, it got to be too much to where I didn't want to go out because, not because I was embarrassed, but because I didn't want people to oh, you poor thing, you have cancer, you know, I just wanted to go out and have a normal day. I wanted to go out to dinner with my family without somebody saying something about me having cancer. Mm -hmm. And so having that way gave me that sense of normalcy in a very difficult time. Um, You know, so I think that's, that's really key. Um, is giving that normalcy and that, you know, like you talk about confidence and, and yes, confidence, but it's normalcy because mm-hmm. every, nothing is normal when you go through cancer. And um, we hear a um, lot from, from young moms too. Uh, I just wanted to speak to that because mm-hmm. it's normalcy for the woman, for sure. That's, that's our top priority, but even for the family members, especially young moms, it can be really scary and a constant reminder to their kids. And Mm -hmm. so to have a wig that helps their kids process and feel like mom's going to be okay, or mom is okay. It changes the dynamic at home. And we do hear that from a lot of the younger women who have kids still in their, in their house. It's such a good point. Mm -hmm. My, I have a five month old who's constantly pulling at my hair, you know, and, and I have a five year old who would also yeah, be very scared and, you know, what's wrong with mom. And so I get that. And I really feel that. And we've, we've got one of our survivors. Um, She's a thriver. She's a metastatic breast cancer thriver. Um, She's doing well right now. Um, She got her her wig through us. She's on the cover of our magazine right now. Um, But when she first was diagnosed with her breast cancer, Um, She was working at uh, an elementary school um, where she was the counselor and she needed to keep or middle school. It might've been a middle school, but it was the the younger kids Mm -hmm. and she needed to, she needed to have a wig. So that way she felt comfortable, you know, talking with the kids and, and giving that sense of consistency and normalcy so that she was able to focus on the kids and their needs versus them asking questions about her and why she doesn't have hair or why it was super short. So, you know, she, that's, 
you know, our survivors really, truly, like, they they need these to help them on a daily basis. Well, you guys have so many events throughout the year. I've been somewhat of a part of the Pink Out 5K, uh, but there's a lot of different ways to get involved. So if someone's listening, super inspired, maybe they do have a tie because I'm sure so many do. How can someone get involved and support you all? Yes. Yeah, so there's, we have lots of events throughout the, throughout the whole year. You guys are busy. Um, yeah. Busy, busy, always busy. So, I mean, oh my goodness. Okay. How much time do we have for this podcast? <laughs> Three minutes. <laughs> okay. Do this. Ready, go. <laughs> Definitely go on our website, checkforalump.org. You can get, go under the get involved tab. There's donate, there's volunteer, there's events. Um, you know, you can email volunteer at checkforalump.org. You can email info at checkforalump.org. To, you can email myself, Ashley Plum, at checkforalump.org as well. Um, if you would like to get involved, I mean, we have monthly volunteer opportunities. We can bring a volunteer opportunity to you. You can have your company come in and do a volunteer opportunity. We can come to your company and do it. Um, we can do an evening volunteer activity during the office, you know, like a lunch and learn type thing. Um, then there's our wig out gala. We always need volunteers to help with that. Um, ready, like getting ready for it and setting up night of and tear down and all of those things. Then of course we have our pink out 5k, which you've been involved with. That takes a lot of hands to put that on as well. We need a lot of volunteers for that as well. Um, that's in October. Our gala is in the spring. And then we also have our mobile mammogram um, events that we put on um, where we really truly need somebody who is bilingual Spanish English who can help the women that are coming up to get their mammogram. A lot of them might be there for the first time. They might be scared and they just need somebody to help comfort them and talk them through things. You know, and with a small staff, we don't always have the capability to go out to every single thing and spend the entire time. Or, you know, we might not be able to communicate well with the women. So if we have a volunteer that can come out with us you know, or go out there for us to help out in the community. Um, that would be huge. And then we also have our super survivor kits that need delivered. So we need volunteers to deliver our super survivor kits to the survivors. And that's very rewarding. And Laura had a volunteer share her story on the super survivor kits. So I would love for you to share that volunteer story real quick, Laura. Yeah, absolutely. So one of our volunteers, um, it was her first time actually dropping off kits and she went up to uh, an apartment door knocked on the door and kids answered and she's like oh i'm just here to drop off this surprise it's a it's a surprise kit from check for lump and um the kids took it inside and she could see the mom lying on the couch across the room she looked pretty tired and um she she started to walk down the staircase from the apartment building and the mom came out and was like, please wait, stop. I want to thank you. This means so much to me. And she was just crying and so grateful. And the kids come running down to the volunteer and they drop like little Hershey kisses in her hand. And they're like, you gave us something. We wanted to give you something too. So that volunteer called me crying. She was like, oh, yeah. I'm never going to forget this experience. It totally touched my heart. Yeah. So it's a beautiful way for the community to show that they care 
they don't even have to actually see the person. They can ding dong ditch and just like <laughs> literally ring the doorbell, drop it at their bag and go text from the car. Hey, there's a surprise waiting for you. It's a really easy way to get involved. And it's so fulfilling. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want to stick around? I feel like with a story like that, if that's the bar, you're there, you're there and you're going to get to know the, the people even just organically. So thank you both so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for the great work that you're doing out in the community too. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. On. All right. I want to give a very special thank you to my guests today. And I want to thank you for being a part of the program and making our community an amazing place, not just to live and to work, but most importantly, to play. You can hear The Valley now on the radio with audio on demand on radio station websites and the Odyssey app. My name is Jordan Moreno. Shine your light, share your love, and join us again next week right here on The Valley Now. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.